Greetings and salutations. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of the JW Podcast, known as the Black and Bougie Experience. That's right. You are tuning in to the JW Podcast, known as the Black and Bougie Experience. And here we are at episode number 80. That's right. 8070 plus 10. That is where we are. I want to thank everybody that tuned in um, to episode number 79, Value. It got a lot of positive feedback, um, a lot of streams. So I thank you for listening. I thank you for sharing it. And hopefully it blessed you the same way that it blessed me to, to go through it. Everyone needs to know their value. But now we are here at episode number 80. And before we dig any deeper, let's take care of some housekeeping notes. Please Check for me on all of your social media platforms. Um, if you're on Instagram, it is the Black and Bougie B O U J E E podcast. That is the Black and Bougie B O U J E E podcast. And if you're on Facebook, it is the J W podcast, known as the Black and Bougie Experience. All right, so here we go. Um, you know, I love to start with the number. Um, it helps us to. To really uh, dig into the whole totality of the of the episode by by truly understanding um, what the number represents. And then we jump into the actual title. So 80, 80 means leading a life of respect and honesty to reap your bounty and accept these gifts with the humbleness and gratitude denotes that all the achievements and triumphs you have accomplished in your life are part of an intervention and the real objective of your existence. I like that. Let's read that again. 80 means leading a life of respect and honesty to reap your bounty and accept these gifts with the humbleness and gratitude denotes that all the achievements and triumphs you have accomplished in your life are a part of the intervention and the real objective of your existence. So what does this mean and how does it relate to the title of the episode? Well, the title of this episode, episode 80 of the Black and Bougie podcast is called Cultural sustainability that's right the title of episode number 80 is cultural sustainability so what does that mean well and well first let me let me tell you how i this even became a topic and um as i told you you know i had a a, a major decision that i had to make i made that major decision um very, very happy um, about um, about that decision. Very tough. Um, well, I'm not going to get into it, but it was a it was a tough decision. Made it, and I made the best move um, for my family and the legacy um, that can come from this. And so, in making this decision. And why it made it so hard, it was because of what I poured into the community of where I reside. And when I say I poured into the community, it wasn't just me, 
but it was the activation that took place during my time here that really, um, use some big words, galvanized um, the community into greatness. And this was a collective effort of everyone just coming together. And so as I started to, to go through the process of making this decision, um, I was concerned and I was concerned about well, what am I leaving behind? It was almost like the, like the Dion effect. Like you're leaving Jackson state, you're going to Colorado and you know, you're going to leave, you know, what you've um, accomplished and the, and, you know, and just the, the, the progressive movement that was happening. Um, because if you remember, because of where I reside, this podcast was birthed in that place. So everything was in my mind was just attached to this place. And so as I'm going through this whole process and going through, you know, struggling with it, then I, I, I met with a friend and, and this friend and he says, look, Jay, he says, if it breaks, then it wasn't real. Like if it, like if all of a sudden you pull, you know, one element out, then how real was it? And so then that made me think <laughs> going into my Marvel, you know, going into the, the Marvel universe. And I thought about this show called WandaVision and Wanda, who was a witch and, you know, she used magic and she created this whole world around her. She created kids, created a husband. She created the, the community. Um, she hit, you know, all of these things were created. And then when she snapped out of it, then all of a sudden she saw what really was there. And so I said, Oh God, this makes it even worse. Like, I don't want that to happen. Hence comes cultural sustainability and how we have to make sure that we sustain the culture that we are a part of and that we have created. And it is not just, and I'm, when I'm talking about culture, I'm not talking about color. I'm talking about a culture of collaboration, connectivity, empowerment, success, legacy, growth. These is, this is the culture that I want sustained. And of course, within that culture, I want um, diverse backgrounds and black people to have a place in this universe that we've, that we're, that we have, that we're existing in. And so that's how cultural sustainability came about. So let's dig into the, to the definitions of cultural and then sustainability. So let's start with cultural, cultural relating to a particular society and its ideas, customs, and art. Cultural, relating to a particular society and its ideas, customs, and art. Second definition of that was relating to the arts and to the intellectual achievements. So, so let's dig into sustainability. The ability 
to be maintained at a certain rate or level. Sustainability. The ability to be maintained at a certain rate or level. Avoidance of the depletion of a natural resource in order to maintain an ecological balance. I really like that. Avoidance of the depletion of a natural resource in order to maintain an ecological balance. So what are we talking about here? So, and I'm going to go deep and for the haters that are listening to the envious that are listening, it, it, it could be for you. Um, for the people that want to be inspired, um, it's definitely for you. Um, but it is what it is. And, and we're going to dig very, very deep here. And I need you to just embrace. Okay. So I'll tell you my story. So as an African-American general manager, um, with about 5% right now, it goes up and down about 5% of the nation, um, has African-American general managers within the community that I reside, there's 0.004%, which that's now about to decrease even more. And if you start talking about the upscale and luxury sector, it's even less. And so that's a lot of pressure. And so I've done a lot to, to ensure that everyone feels welcome, that everyone feels connected, that everyone feels as though it's something that they can achieve. Um, it's not just a one-off. Okay. And so in, in doing this throughout my, my, my six years of being here in this, in this community, um, I've had to deal with an, a real issue. And that issue is called being black and successful. And that sounds crazy. And you're probably like, what do you mean being black and successful and that being an issue? <laughs> well, when something is foreign to individuals, they sometimes don't know how to embrace it. You know, I'll never forget. I had this one gentleman that I think I've told this story before. And this gentleman, you know, he was like, I just don't get you. I don't. I don't, I don't, you know, I can't get inside of your head. You know, I don't, I don't basically saying I can't connect and, um, let's go. And at the time when that person told me this many years ago, um, it bothered me, but I also, I didn't understand it. So I didn't, I didn't have the wisdom that I have now to understand that I was so different. 
I was so against the norm of what they were accustomed to seeing in the position that I was in that they didn't know how to connect or break me down, um, analyze me, whatever you, whatever word that you want to use, they just couldn't figure it out. And so part of me could then say, well, you know what? I'm going to help them to figure it out. Or I could just say, you know what? Hey, it is what it is. You know, I'm me. But the the collaborator in me throughout the years have said, well, let me help people to to understand who and what this is to be black and successful. And it's not a one off and that it's something that we should embrace. And other communities deal with this as well, maybe not as much as the African-American community, but a lot of other communities deal with this as well. And so I start on the journey here and I find other people that are like minded, black, white, Spanish, gay, Jew, Muslim, uh, Christian, you name it. But all like minded individuals that believe in connectivity um, and increasing us and enhancing our culture. And so as I build an alliance of like-minded individuals, guess what's happening? A culture is being formed. A culture of like-minded individuals that see you as just a success and don't see it as, oh, this is a one-off or, oh, I'm so proud of you. I've heard that so many times that it's like, I am so proud of you. And it's in the inflections in their voice where you can understand where where they're going with this, that I am so proud of you. You made it out. You, you, You did it. And so as we start to normalize this, this success and, and we build an alliance of, we build a culture of people that are like-minded that believe in, collaboration, connectivity, success, growth, health, wealth, ownership, etc. All of these things are being built and built and built. And so then comes an opportunity. And that opportunity is one that is for me and mind is life-changing. It's something that is going to make a, um, a pathway for some really, for some real change to take place. And paper to paper, this decision, there's no, there's no, you, you can't even think about it. Like one is just greater than the other. But then there's this culture that's been created, that's here, that is so wealthy and healthy to the ecosystem of where I reside, that that is part of my compensation package, is that 
the beauty that resides in that. So you think if an individual has made this type of impact to the ecosystem, that it's something that you want to keep. I wasn't going to go here. But I'm going to but I'm going to go here. Um Yeah. You know they always tell you go where you're, you know, you're celebrated, not tolerated and and I've always thought about that, that celebrated versus tolerated. Like I don't I don't want, you know, just a cheer squad. Um so I don't want to just go where I'm celebrated um, and, and cheered for. And then there's some possibility of some emptiness that's behind that. But I also want to go um, to a place where I'm elevated. And then so I think about this now and I'm like, because, again, you know, we use words and terms. and But I want to go somewhere where I am. I'm elevated and I'm not emaciated. That's the best word for it. I want to go somewhere where I'm elevated and not emaciated. Let me look that up. Stand by. Elevated. Elevated is situated or placed higher than the surrounding area. Situated or placed higher than the surrounding area. So what is emaciated? Very thin and weak. Usually because of illness or extreme hunger. I I want somebody, I want to go to a place where I'm going to be elevated and lifted higher. And by doing so, I can lift others in that same way. I don't want to go to a place or be in a place where I'm left thin, brittle, somewhat weak, always questioning myself, always hungry, always starving. I I don't think that's a place that anyone should be. But in order to in order to do the things that we want to do as a cultural as a culture, it's got to be sustainable. We hear a lot about sustainability now, right? You know, make sure that you're recycling and um, you know, make sure you're using electric and, you know, versus gas so we don't destroy the earth, etc. Oil, you know, and all these different things. But how do we become culturally sustainable? How do we, when a bump happens or when a piece is pulled out, how do we ensure that we sustain the success that we have within this culture? And again, I'm remember, I'm not talking about race here. I'm talking about a, a culture of connectivity, collaboration, success, legacy, ownership, 
inclusivity, diversity, equity. How do we sustain this culture? Wherever we are, how do we sustain it? Well, if we go back, I believe it was episode 50, where I talked about applying pressure. You have to make sure that you're applying this pressure in every situation. Every situation you have to apply pressure because if you don't apply pressure, the pressure will be applied to you and you will break. And I want to do some breaking as well. I want to break the norms. I want to I want to break what other people think is the way that it should be and the way that it should be doesn't include all. And I couldn't do that if I didn't go through the trials and tribulations of being black and successful. You have no idea what I've had to deal with in order to just exist and be my authentic self. And at a moment in time, I had to say the hell with it. This is who I am. And if I have to be the martyr, if I have to be the person that's going to just take the shots for it, then I'll do it. <laughs> you know, my music this comes to my comes to mind. I'm young, young Dolph. God, God bless the dead. He's got this show, <laughs> this song, and it's called "A Hundred Shots." How the heck did you miss with the whole hundred shots? I don't care how many times that you shoot at me. I don't care how many times you shoot at this culture of progression. You're going to miss because we are fully, fully backed. We are fully. Um, we have armor that we've built in success, success and strength that we will not break. So your norm that you think exists is no longer because your norm doesn't include everyone. How do you do that? How do you do this when all the odds are against you? You have to be a disruptor. Every person that's in the sound of my voice, every person that listens to this podcast, I need for you to be a disruptor. And, and what I mean by disruptor, I don't mean for you to just go out there and be reckless and crazy and violent and destructive because that is what the norm would tell you that, that that's what that means because they want to keep you complacent in where you are so you don't disrupt the norms. What is it? What is a disruptor? A disruptor is a person or thing that interrupts an event, activity or process 
by causing a, dis a disturbance. A thing that interferes with or significantly alters the structure of a function of a molecule. A company or form of technology that causes radical change in an existing industry or market by means of innovation. That's the one. A company, let's just say a company is a culture. A culture that causes radical change in an existing industry or market by means of innovation. You've got to be a disruptor if you want the change that you seek. And it's not easy. I'm not going to get up here and tell you that this is something that, yep, you're going to gonna wake up tomorrow. You're going to be a disruptor and everything's going to be awesome. No, there's going to be some losses. There will be some losses, but you remember those L's are not losses. They're learnings. And that's tough. And as you're going to say, well, that's easy for you to say. No, it's not. Because you're, de <laughs> you're dealing with a person that had to have a lot of losses, a.k.a. learnings along the way in order to get into a place where I could have this conversation right now so we can sustain the culture that we have built. If you go somewhere and it does not represent you, don't just walk away and say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to go to that place anymore. No, go to it and demand that it looks and feels like a place that you want to go that represents you. Because guess what happens if you don't do that? Guess what happens if you don't put these places on notice? You want to know what's going to happen? It will stay exactly that way and you won't be welcome. And I don't, I don't got, <laughs> I got upset. <laughs> Color Paul finna come all the way out. No, it's not. It's not. I, we we know how to um, tame the tiger. Um, that's here. But we have to be in uh, um, passionate about our need for change, and don't let the L's along the way block us from that what we seek. To the people out there that want to seek change, this is a message for you. If you walk away from a place or a space that you believe is for you and yours without trying to impact the change in that place, then you fail the culture. That sounds rough. It does. I know. I'm sorry. But this is one of those sorry, not sorry, because it's a message that we have to hear. I believe in this, this progressive culture so much that it keeps me up at night and it wakes me up in the morning. That's not my job, but that is my passion. 
I can't continue to go into spaces and places that don't represent me. I can't continue to go into and support services and products that don't represent me. And think that it's okay. I'll give you a little story. There was a, a bread maker. And this bread maker wanted to, to sell its bread to, to my job. And so I'm meeting with the salesperson and with the chef and, you know, and I, you know, the breads were amazing. They really were. I mean, they were awesome. And so as I'm sitting there and I'm tasting, well, sitting, standing there and I'm tasting these, these items. And then, so I, I asked a question. Where, where'd you based? And they're like, oh, down in Miami. I'm like, oh, really? What area? Oh, in the, in the um, Miami Gardens area there. Oh, okay. How many people do you employ from that community in your warehouse? Um, not really sure. Um, how many? Does it matter? Absolutely, yeah, it matters. Uh, okay. So she goes back and she asks the chef. She says, is he serious? He says, yeah, he's serious. He wants to know. Well, within 24 hours, she comes back and she says, you will be happy to know that 70% of our warehouse is in is our um, residents of this area. I said, that is amazing. Thank you so much for getting back to me with that information. Now, how many of those people are in that community or in leadership positions? Then we can talk. If we don't do that, if we are not in a position that where we can help and put others in position, then what is the use of the position? Hear me. If we're not in position to put others in position, then what is the use and the point of us being in position? Hence, where the opportunities can come when you're trying to create a success that includes all and not some. I wanna build this bougie community to where we like generals, we have like a, a stripe that's on our sleeve that, that also represents being a disruptor. Because I don't ever want anyone to, to go through the feelings that I've had to have other people to go through. I don't wanna go through a feeling where people can't be them their authentic selves, whether it's you can wear box braids versus cornrows, um, or you cannot have dreadlocks or you've got to have uh, you've got to look a certain way with a certain ponytail and you know what you, 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 you cannot and it doesn't you cannot stop somebody from being who they are whether I like it or not I was born black with kinky hair, well, I'm bald headed right now, but with kinky hair, with big lips, my nose is probably bigger than most. 
It is what it is. This is what I look like and I love it. And I need whatever you are, whatever you look like, however you exist, I need for you to love it. And I need for you to, I need for it to be embraced wherever you go into whatever space that you're in. I love this culture. I love this culture of connectivity and collaboration and legacy and ownership, prosperity, health, wealth, intellect. I love it all. And it should look so different. You know, I never would have thought when I was when I was younger and oh, I, mean, I wanted to be in initially I wanted to be in fashion and then then I then I realized that, you know, no, I don't want to, I don't want to be in fashion. I can be fashionable, but I don't want to be in in fashion. You know, I want to be a doctor. Well, the nurse decided, no, I don't want to be in the doctor. I want to be, I want to be in the hospitality. And that was like crazy. Like, what is that? You go from fashion to, to being a doctor, to being in hospitality. And then I realized that I can do all of those things represented me. Because what I loved about fashion was the beauty of it all and putting things together and putting things together that some people may think is a little bit awkward different or maybe those colors don't go together in the norm in the way that they, they they're supposed to go and then a doctor to be I wanted to be able to heal I wanted to see people well I wanted to bring babies into the earth I wanted to birth I wanted to help someone birth something and then I land on hospitality because I have a heart to serve and I want everyone to feel welcome so literally right now, as I'm talking to you, this is real time revelation. As I'm talking to you, I realize that I have accomplished all three. I'm putting, I'm putting things together and I'm helping birth something and I'm helping birth a spirit to serve where everyone is welcome. Don't let anyone break you. Don't let anyone stop you from what you desire. Don't let anyone stop you from sustaining something that you have built that is so beautiful and that welcomes everyone in it. Don't allow the clout chasers along the way to tag along with you and they're not um, providing any nutritional value to the movement. They're just there for the looks of it all. Yeah, that's real-time revelation. Don't let anyone tell you that your uniqueness or your difference doesn't matter. Don't, anyone, don't, don't let anyone tell you just because you want it to be open for people that are unique and different that that, that is settling for something that is less than. How ignorant is that? This culture that I speak of, 
This culture that I speak of, it can and it should include you. But if we let the normalizers out there that normalize things that they're comfortable with, the things that they are comfortable with because it it looks and it feels the same way it has felt for hundreds of years. Nah. It's a new day, man. It's a new, it's a new day, guy. It's a new day. Apply pressure. Disrupt the norms. And sustain this culture that you believe in. It is important to the world. Imagine if we only, (laughs) imagine if we only planted beans, only. No tomatoes, no fruit, you know, no, you know, no lettuce, no cauliflower, nothing, just beans. That's a sh- that's a shitty situation. Don't do it. You've got to have a balanced diet. You've got to have a little fruit. You've got to have some veggies. You've got to have some protein. You've got to have all of these things to make up a healthy diet. And that's what our culture should be. A healthy diet of all these beautiful things that help get us to where we need to be. And I am urging you disrupt the status quo that is your homework it's not a long drawn out assignment that is the call to the action be a disruptor demand change be excellent in your craft be excellent in what you do so you can have something to give back to this movement because you've got to make sure that if you're going to call it out that you've got to be great And unfortunately, fortunately, you've got to be greater than most because your great is going to look real basic to other people because they're going to they're going to they're going to size it down. So you've got to be even greater. And that sucks. Because right now, the, the playing field is not even it's not. And these people in and, and the people that I'm talking about, they probably think that. And on paper, they look look like good people. They just don't. And some of them just don't know. And some of them, when you alert them, they'll actually change and they'll become a part of this culture that we're trying to build. And then there's some that don't want anything to do with it. And are fine with it just the way that it is. And those are the ones that you have to be careful for. And those are the ones that you have to make sure that your awesomeness, that your the existence of you is shining brighter than anything else that's out there because they're going to try to dim it. So disrupt. Knock those normalizers out of the way and sustain this culture that you seek. Thank you for listening to another episode of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. This was episode number 80, Cultural Sustainability. 
I look forward to speaking to you again and again and again. Thank you. Be inspired and stay bougie.